It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 17th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress so you can be the queen over your stress and it not being the queen over you. In today's episode, as per usual, I'm very excited to be discussing some of the signs of stress. I really want to revisit them coming into 2018 because I think it's easy for us to uh, hear these things once and then sort of put them on the back shelf and not to keep implementing them and not keep our awareness in the foreground or forefront of our mind, if you like, so that we can keep an eye on when our stress is perhaps getting a little out of control and when we need to start reconnecting with actions that can help us reduce our stress. I think it's an area that often, as I said, is gets missed, particularly as we're coming out of this time of year. So you may be listening to this uh, podcast down the track, but if you're listening to it uh, early in its release, we're just coming into the end of January 2018 and into the start of February. And speaking to a lot of my clients this week is that uh, those that were having a relaxed start to the year really feel like this is a time of year when now the year has started and they are kicking things into gear, uh, getting themselves organised. You can see that just even if you look at all the local marketing of, of gyms locally as everyone is starting their, their six-week, eight-week, 12-week challenges over the next couple of weeks because certainly in Australia is all the kids are on their way back to school in the next uh, in the next week or so. Some have already gone back to school this week in New South Wales, which is where I live, is that they're certainly heading back next week. And so it's time now that the parents can start dedicating some time back to them and and those ladies who have spent the holidays juggling between whether it's they've had the pleasure of having the time off with their kids and have just had to juggle their kids full stop or whether they've been back at work and they're doing the big juggle of kids not being in their usual routine, often this time of year is the time that we can sit back, reflect and go, well, what changes do we need to make coming into this new Uh, 2018 that are going to help us strive closer to our goals. And one of the first areas that I certainly suggest to you that you have a look at is how your brain and body connection is actually going. So what do I mean by that? I talk about it regularly, really on a daily basis, sit near me anytime and and I get get stuck into it. It's something I'm really passionate about. And you hear it across lots of different aspects of health and wellness. You hear it in business now. You hear it You hear it everywhere. I guess it's one of those things. It's like if you're looking for a white car, all of a sudden you uh, see a lot of white cars driving around. But part of the reason why the connection of our, our brain and body is so important is because if we are disconnected, if there's interference between how well our brain can talk or communicate with the rest of our body, all of a sudden it becomes our body driving our brain versus our brain driving our body. So what do I mean by that? Some of you who would have listened to the early series of my energy equation where we discussed the eight ball quiz would have a have an understanding of this, which is there's certain signs that our body can show when we're seeing the early signs of stress and we can see them more regularly the more chronically we've been under stress say that again. So there are certain signs that we see when our body is initially under stress. And then when we're chronically under stress, we see them more often and they start showing up more strongly and more strongly until we recognize there's something we actually need to do about them. 
So I just want to quickly touch on a couple of those today. We go through the whole eight ball quiz is what I call it. And you can actually do that quiz on our uh, Queen of Stress website. So that's www.thequeenofstress.com. You can actually log on, go through the eight ball quiz to see exactly where you are and, and get a report as to where you might be stress-wise right now. But I just wanted to touch on a few today uh, because I think they're the ones that really are the initial stages of your body driving your brain versus the other way around. Or as I put it in our in our opening every every weekly episode is your stress starts being the queen over you versus you being the queen of your stress, which is definitely not the way we want it to be. So things that are likely to be driving you versus the other way around are things like your posture. So some of you might have heard of the emotional psoas. A uh, psoas is a, is a muscle in your body. It actually f- helps flex your hip. It's a postural muscle. It helps you stand up straight. And It can tighten for lots of different reasons, whether that's physical, chemical, or emotional stress on your system. Again, we talk about that in the energy equation. But if our psoas is tight because of physical stress that we put on our body, that might be exercise, for example. If it stays tight chronically or for long enough, it can actually start having an emotional response on how you feel you're adapting to stress. Now, why is that? Well, because it's going to impact your posture. And I'd love you to take yourself through an exercise right now as you're you're listening to this podcast, unless you're driving, then please don't do this. Um, What I'd love you to do is actually, as long as it doesn't hurt, is slump forward and actually push your head forward into what we call a forward head posture. Now, try and smile. It's actually quite difficult. Now, if you sit up tall and try and smile again, is you'll notice it's so much easier and you can feel your whole body starting to feel that smile. So posture is one of the first signs that your brain and body is not connecting properly. And there's lots of different ways that you can start correcting your posture. Certainly, I help people with that regularly in in my chiropractic practice. And it's one of our main focuses. In fact, it is our main focus is from the hands-on work that I do is to make sure your posture is in the best possible position so your brain and body can be connecting optimally. Now, the other thing to start looking at as well is that light and sound sensitivity that we've spoken about before. What do I mean by that is, you know, in terms of that light sensitivity is are you walking out into an overcast day and you really need to have your sunglasses on because it's just way too blurry? Uh, And sound is, you know, that you're very uh, aware of, for example, if your kids have the television on in the morning and it might be the exact same volume level that it is of an evening, but in the morning it really bugs you and it gnaws to the centre of your brain. Uh, That's certainly one of my my signs and triggers that uh, stress is definitely winning versus me winning over it. So they're just a couple of things to look at. As I said, but if you haven't done it already, make sure you jump on and do that eight ball quiz because it will give you some more detail uh, around the different areas to be looking at. But I was particularly interested in speaking about the physical signs that then have that physiological impact onto your stress levels. It's like I was uh, having a conversation with one of my clients the other day and he was quite nervous about a a practical exam that he had to do. And I was talking to him about a great thing that I'd watched on on one of the Mind Valley masterclasses around stage effect, which was amazing. A guy called Eric was speaking about it. And he was speaking about how when we're actually looking nervous and excited, it looks very similar except for how our eyes are moving and how our voice is actually, our, our tone and our speed 
need a voice. And if we can control our eyes to be more of a gaze rather than darting around, and we can control the pace of our voice, is how big of an impact that can actually have on whether people perceive us to be excited or nervous. Now, the other cool thing, which he didn't go too much into, but that also will happen, is if you can do that consciously, is that all of a sudden is that you do start to turn from being nervous to excited because you've made the physiological change before you've made the the mental change, if you like, or that conscious change. So we can do it in the short term, for example, looking, trying to look excited versus nervous, or in, has the reverse effect, which is if those physical changes have been there for the long term, it can actually start having a negative impact onto your system. So I hope that's been helpful today. Your action step for this week is to really look at some of the postural things that you can do to start making change. So for example, is if you do have an emotional psoas or very tight hip flexors, which most of us do because of the amount of time we spend sitting every day. And that in turn usually means tight hamstrings is what I would suggest you do for your action step this week is as you are getting up in the morning is to go through some hamstring stretches and some hip flexor or psoas stretches. They don't have to take very long. It can just be a couple of minutes. But actually start moving those muscles as soon as you're up in the morning to wake them up to start actually your day in a less stressed state than what you were the day before. So before we finish today, BQS listeners, top five for this week. Song of the week that has been on high rotation. I do love a summer tune. Uh, this this tune is from Sagala. It's Came Here for Love. It has definitely been on high rotation and up loud in the car this week. Um, books this week. I've actually been reading papers. I've been getting my geek on. So I've been reading papers just about what we're talking about today, which is around psoas, psoas release, hamstring releases. Um, I've been reading those for my own benefit, but also for the benefit of my clients and, and all the BQS listeners as well. De-stress this week. One of the best de-stresses I had this week was lunch with dear friends and their kids. It was just a really lovely time out just to get to connect with them. Uh, and also watching the Australian Opens on right now. So watching a bit of tennis of an evening has, has been, well, it's a majority of time it's been a de-stress. Sometimes when the games get a little bit tight, it's a wee bit stressful. Quote from the week is one from me. The first step to reconnect is to actually reconnect with your why and take the first step. And thought for this week is... Be sure to be the queen over your stress versus the other way around. I know I talk about it so regularly, but if we're not designing our life, someone else will be doing that for us. So BQS listeners, that's it for this week. Remember your action step for this week is to get those hamstrings and hip flexors moving this week. It's a very practical uh, action step this week. And I look forward to catching you next week. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Foster Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.